0: Oh, now you start recording. <laughs> just in time. Just in time for me to faff about. G- give me a sec. I just need to fetch my brewski. Insert. Jingle. Welcome. Insert. Jingle. Be the one. Be the one. Welcome. Be the Insert. one. Uh,
1: Remind me how you pronounce that drink you're drinking. Bear. <laughs> and how do you pronounce the animal that shits in the woods? Boy. Because the beer I'm drinking is called bear beer.
0: Bear beer.
1: Bear beer. Uh, bear beer. Oh, bear beer.
0: You've got bear beer, bruv. <laughs> bear beer. So say that again. Bear beer. So you're saying animal drink in that order, right? Yeah. Beer Otherwise it'd be a a beer that i bought. (laughs) (laughs) A beer beer. What a beer beer. So does it come straight from the bear? (laughs)
1: That's the slogan.
0: Come straight from the bear. (laughs) Interesting choice. Not one I probably would have picked up off the shelf, if I'm honest. Um, What,
1: with a name like that?
0: um, I'm drinking a beer that... Ask anyone around here and they'll tell you it's the best beer in Spain.
1: Este Alevante.
0: That's it. Which is a solid two out of ten from me. (laughs) Well, this is actually quite nice. (laughs) Good for you.
1: (laughs) Well, you say this is actually the fifth you've had this (laughs) evening.
0: This is the first beer I've had in, uh, I think, a couple of weeks. And also the first lager I've had in even longer. i get you. Yeah. Uh, how come? Um, I, I don't drink it during the week anymore. Nice. And um, when I do at this time of year... <clears throat> oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is what it does to me, so, you know. Um, yeah, in the cold winter months in Spain, I like to have a red wine, actually. Mm-hmm. In the UK, I'd have a a dark ale of some kind, but that's hard to come by in these parts, so...
1: I've got one of them lined up for next. Something from, uh, what is it, Fuller's? that's London Pride. Yeah. Yeah, from them. I was at Iceland this evening.
0: Oh, lucky. <clears throat> but
1: yeah, I haven't had beer for a while either. I've been drinking my Madeira wine that I brought back from Madeira.
0: So you're not sick of anything Madeiran yet?
1: Um, well, that wine is just really nice.
0: Just to die for. Just
1: to die for. It's like a fortified wine. I don't know if you know what it is.
0: Okay. No, I've never had it, but is it like basically like port or?
1: Uh, it, it's in that class of drink, but it's its own thing. It's a lot more <clears throat> caramelish, mm. And it's like brown. The color's more, it's not red or white. It's, it looks more like the color of like a whiskey or something.
0: Right, right. So when when is the ideal time to drink a Madeira, is it a Madeiran wine? Uh, I think it's just called a Madeira. Oh, Madeira wine. Mm-hmm. Or oh, oh, yeah. Madeira. I think you can call it a glass of Madeira, yeah. Well, I would call it a glass of Madeira. <laughs> and a bear boy. Is it like considered a dessert wine or a pre-dinner wine or a post-dinner wine? A morning wine or a bath time wine? Like when,
1: like when you're mo- mourning someone. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I think, it's, I guess it's like to eat, not I mean, to have with food. She was, when I went on the tour, she did say like what type is supposed to be drunk, drunk with what, but um, I didn't really pay that much attention to that bit.
0: Oh, the only bit you were not paying attention to.
1: Yeah, I'm not. Uh...
0: The bit you'd have to later relay to me.
1: <laughs> I'm not some kind of fucking snob.
0: I got a Fitbit for Christmas, just to show off. <clears throat> and um, I've been monitored... From whom? Monitor- That's none of your business, to have. <laughs> Um From G, but she's not implying that I need to do more exercise or anything.
1: All right, okay, get defensive. I wasn't I mean going to say she was. <laughs> uh,
0: but I've been... <laughs> I'm so sorry for that. <laughs> um i get very gassy with on beer you know i get very
1: gassy
0: and i've been monitoring my my heart rate and my sleep patterns and stuff which is actually quite interesting if it's accurate and um i noticed that just one glass of wine in the evening a couple of hours before bed truly does uh fuck with your heart rate and um level of restlessness during the night really yeah i mean it um I thought it might be, it could, you know, when I saw the reading the next day, basically my heart rate, my resting heart rate was, um, or rather my heart rate through the night was mostly above my resting heart rate when it's supposed to kind of go down, 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 and then slowly come back up. But it was like quite high at the beginning and slowly went down. But most of the time it was above my resting heart rate. Uh, And I thought maybe I had a curry at the same time. So I thought maybe it's... (laughs) Could be the curry, I don't know. But
1: What, so you're basing this on a sample of one evening.
0: No, I would never do that, Dev. So true, scientist. So I, I conduct, conducted another experiment on a second evening, having one glass of wine before bed, and lo and behold, the same happened again. So we'll see if it happens again tonight.
1: But I thought I'd better conduct this experiment every evening for quite a long time. <laughs> Just to make sure. Well, that's that sleep expert guy does say that mm. alcohol fucks up your your sleep.
0: Yeah, he does. In fact, he goes as far as to say that he, he almost recommends just not drinking alcohol full stop If if you care about your sleep.
1: Yeah, I feel like mm. that's just because he's a sleep expert, right? That's his <laughs> field. Like, alcohol fucks most things up, I think. If that's your whole profession, you're quite yeah, if not, you're quite likely yeah. to say that, yeah, maybe just avoid alcohol altogether. But I think if you drink alcohol, you realise there's some kind of trade-off involved. <laughs> you're not thinking, oh, this is going to be really good for me and I'm going to have a good time.
0: Yeah, but it has got to the point where kind of Monday to Thursday, I just, I, just, I, I don't really feel good about drinking. I feel so old saying this, but <laughs> just having one beer... The the amount of sluggishness I feel afterwards, it just kind of um, outweighs the kind of um, level of relaxation I get from it. So I don't drink during the week anymore. I actually started not drinking during the week last January, so a year ago, and it was mainly as an experiment to see if it did improve my, well, improve anything, sleep or gut. (laughs) And did it? um, Uh, I want to say yes, but it's always hard to know how much of that is true and how much of it is psychological.
1: I mean, yeah, I don't know about one beer every evening, but getting slightly pissed, you definitely notice the difference if you stop doing that for a while. Mm. Especially with exercise and things. I find that's one of the, the main things that will make exercise really difficult is if I've had like even three beers the day before. Right. Then it'll just be impossible.
0: Uh, when do you go to the gym?
1: Well, never now, because of lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> but it used to be, you know, in the sort of late morning, early afternoon. Wow.
0: Out of choice. The late morning.
1: Uh, what do you mean? When should I be going?
0: I never see the morning out of choice.
1: Oh, yeah, I remember that from when you visited. <clears throat> but the late morning?
0: The late morning would be 11.59. <laughs>
1: that's still to it to
0: be honest the late morning here is about two o'clock in the afternoon but that's not even a joke (laughs) that's um it took me a while to to understand this but um they consider the morning to go on until about two o'clock because we have morning (laughs) classes and the evening classes and uh one of my students said they can't do mornings morning to me would be the 10 o'clock slot And I said, well, what about the 12 o'clock slot, 12 till 1.15? And he was like, I said I can't do mornings. (laughs) (laughs) As if I hadn't been listening to him.
1: But is that just that teenager? Because he's a teenager. No,
0: well, he wasn't a teenager. He was uh, early 20s or something. And he was was well arsey about it as well. And I kind of felt like saying, it's not the fucking morning, you dickhead.
1: Yeah, you should have said that.
0: But they i've noticed i've noticed kind of since then that generally when it comes to you know opening hours being split between you know un, until 2 p.m. 2 p.m. is like the last thing you can do the last time you can do anything before it closes for siesta and up until that point that everyone refers to it as la mañana
1: yeah well i guess it's not so um, cuz they just call in after that tarde right mm so I guess if they've just got mañana and late, it's not so much. Because like in English, it's literally the afternoon. Yeah. The whole concept is bound up in it being after midday. But mm. I suppose, yeah, maybe it's even reflected in the language and that's the way they see it.
0: I think they're pretty unique in that respect. Like they, they make me feel like I'm the weird one. But when I kind of think about it, actually... They're the odd ones out in, you know, on a European, maybe even in a global context.
1: But doesn't that suit you as someone who does not like to get up in the morning? Absolutely. Like even more so than most people. would.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, I would say that. Yeah. I'm not complaining. I just find it funny.
1: Do you want to do an online test? Excuse me? Would you like me to give you an online test? Sure. You may have noticed... I'll try anything a... once. <laughs> well, there's a few of these, so
0: hopefully you'll try it a couple of times. This is starting to feel a lot like um, an, an online class. Well, it could be. Which is not what I uh, like to do when I get home after work.
1: Although I know next to nothing about the subject matter, which is AI. Okay. you probably noticed I've gone slightly obsessed with the i know nothing about it but the the output of ai is quite interesting mm. and have you, have you heard of um neural networks <clears throat> <clears throat> no i haven't well my layman's understanding of it this is a type of ai program where if you feed a load of information into it um it will be able to generate its own its own versions of of things you know based on the information you've like For example, there's some funny recipes I think I sent you once where they fed a load of recipes into this neural network and just made it generate a load of its own recipes based on what it had been given. Uh-huh. And it came out with a load of like hilarious recipes <laughs> where, where
0: the ingredients were like
1: one chunks, <laughs> uh, three grams <laughs> sliced water and things like that.
0: Clearly we have a long way to go.
1: <laughs> but it also depends how much information they put into it. There's some really good ones, but like they, there's some that will generate pictures, you know, like images, mm. sometimes photorealistic, based on a prompt. So they'll type in like a clock. Like one I saw on this website earlier was like a, a clock uh, in the shape of a strawberry. I'll generate all of pictures of like oh, okay. things that look like sort of tacky strawberry clocks. Um, so they can get pretty clever. But there's this whole. uh, website that i like to check in on every now and again where she uses neural network to generate some funny stuff and she made some uh some personality quizzes she fed some internet personality quizzes into it and it it spewed some out right so you've got a choice do you want to do which artificial intelligence are you which glowing legendary cat are you which ant person are you or which alien animal are you Glowing legendary cat. Yeah, that's the standout one, isn't it? (whistles) What's your favourite shape? So it's multiple choice. A is take whatever you're going to say and then make it a circle right before you say it. B is square. C is curved. And D is oval. Oval. Is that because it's the only shape? No, square is a shape. (laughs) Okay. How do you approach healing? A with horror and reluctance. B by pouring glowing green goo right where it hurts. C, I just pretend I'm not hurt. (laughs) D, having internal organs is magical and inconvenient, but usually I can
0: bounce back. I think I have to go with D again. It's the closest to the truth. Who is the strongest you have ever faced? A,
1: so there's this hamster that keeps shedding its teeth over me while I'm trying to sleep. B, <laughs> B, I mean, every new world I go to has its own selection of horrors. C, I have faced off so many unicorns, I keep confusing myself over which one is the real one. <laughs> D, his name was Ken, and some humans made him immortal via bacon. <laughs>
0: Um, I'm liking the D options. It's got to be Ken. Loving that D. D. (laughs)
1: What is your favourite activity? A, I like expanding my farts over long distances. (laughs) B, I love speeding up the growth of plants. (laughs) C... I like rubbing my belly along the ground. <laughs> D. <laughs> D. Watching the daily parade of cuisine being prepared for me. Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Speeding up the growth of plants.
1: We all love a bit of that. Question five is how you feel about other glowing legendary cats. <laughs> A, I don't really pay attention to them. B, this seems to be an obsession with scritching bellies. The
0: fuck does that mean?
1: C, flirty and alluring. D, flirty and heavily armed. (laughs) (laughs) A. By which do you swear? A. By the void, I will wreck anyone that crosses me. B. By the blaze, I will light any darkness within (laughs) (laughs) me. C. By the glow, I will see into any obfuscating nonsense in my world. (laughs) Or D. By the sprinkle, I will overthrow any noxious rulers in my wake. It's got to be C. (laughs) Okay, so you are the Phantom. Phantom, mysterious and cool. Fiery tendrils and deadly claws are the window dressing on your aging white tortoiseshell body.
0: Oh, we've already mentioned that.
1: (laughs) Wherever you go, you set off a trail of awe and whispers. (laughs) Or and
0: whispers. That's what they call me. Would you like to give me a quiz? (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like the undateables or something. (laughs) 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 Yes, I would. Plenty more fish in the sea for me. (laughs) Oh, God. I I literally told someone that today. Really? That there was plenty more fish in the sea for them because oh. my first my first class of today was was a one-on-one and my first question was uh, how are you? And um he said bad very very bad. <laughs> so I said what's wrong? He said I broke up with my girlfriend.
1: He broke up with her.
0: He broke up with her because uh because she was talking to another person.
1: <laughs> just another human being.
0: <laughs> What's your mother, but? <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that would be it, you know, we could get on with the class. Then he was like, I feel like there is a hole inside me. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, this is all from how are you? And I was like, uh-huh. Kind of sitting there feeling a bit awkward. <laughs> he was like, I'm just trying to think about myself now and be busy with work and studying <laughs> I was like okay so apart from that um, what else have you been doing he said I've been talking to my friends about this <laughs> so anyway I decided to teach him an expression
1: I'm fine thanks
0: <laughs> That's the correct answer to that question. (laughs) So how do I get hold of this quiz? You don't expect me to make one up on the spot, do you? (laughs) Go to AIweirdness.com So which artificial intelligence are you? Which chapter of the AI weirdness book, You Look Like a Thing and I Love You, are you?
1: Oh, I think that one's just an advert, isn't
0: it? Oh, yes. Well spotted. See? I've been tricked by the AI. Which glowing legendary cat are you? Which ant person are you? That's the one that... I'm taking that one. That tickles me. That tickles
1: me. Are
0: you ready for this, Dav? Yes. Question one. How do you categorise the different ant person types you see at the colony? A- (laughs) it's that A (laughs) come on what is it Uh, (laughs) B (laughs) so A. Praise... (laughs) (laughs) Can you remember the question?
1: How do I... How do I categorise the ant person types I see at the colony?
0: Yes. A. Praise ant gods. There is an affinity of (laughs) dartboards. B. If I see another predator... I break down into joyous sobs. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad my neighbours can't speak English. If I see an acrobat thing, I don't understand. random passwords to gain access to my friends' <coughs> profiles for ant gossip. <laughs> random passwords. <laughs> um, so, which is it? C. Question two. What do you think of the government? Local as well as your own. <laughs> Local as well as your own. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even notice that. A it is okay, it's just. <laughs> B it drives me to drink <laughs> But I still gotta <laughs> C it's just a bunch of birds hitting buttons. <laughs> D Who cares? We are ants.
1: Uh,
0: um uh, I still gotta be. What is one of the most important things in your oh. and other sapient ant society? <laughs> 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 A walk, B pheromones, four question marks, C secrecy. <sighs> D, (laughs) gravity.
1: (laughs) Uh,
0: Walk. Makes sense. (laughs) It's vital for any sapient (laughs) society. Give us an example of an unsuitable but wise member of the colony. What might determine membership here? A. He is so brash. Did you see the way? (laughs) Is that the end? That's the end. (laughs) B. If you only saw my dad when I was on guard duty, tag me in. (laughs) C. mm, If you're talking about our queen, I think. d so wow i came here to uh, I came here to hear about bad ants, but'
1: it's from the I came, here
0: to, I came here to talk
1: about bad ants but
0: um the queen one see what is your capacity for growing new legs a oh. five 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 <laughs> B, two, seven, three, seven. <laughs> Wait,
1: do you mean like dash, dash, or like 2,737
0: It's and 555? A, it's actually written as one number. Yes, you're right. Oh, this is a very accurate quiz. You need to. <laughs> Apologies. More discerning in the way you read it. C, 141,451. Or D, the empty sockets are deep and shadowy, leading to a void of ever-hungry undeath.
1: <laughs> undeath. As in not-death? Undeath.
0: Undeath. Oh. As in the state of not being dead. Uh, yes, well, was obviously the D. Gotta take the D on that one. Last question. What is your dream? A jumping, (laughs) B ironing, (laughs) C targeted thermonuclear annihilation of a rival colony. D eating all you. <laughs> D You are Saito Kinchinbot. What? You're rudimentary, partially malfunctioning. <laughs> 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 Harshly malfunctioning. <laughs> and possess limited language skills. <laughs> but you don't mess around.
1: It's weirdly accurate.
0: <laughs> You're a highly effective killing machine. <laughs> now go protect your human. What the fuck quizzes did you feed into this thing and to think that they'll be in charge one day do you think one day some kind of ai beings will look back on their former ai selves and be like oh how <laughs> primitive we were back in the early stages
1: how embarrassing
0: she's done not one
1: I think it could actually be quite productive if you're like a struggling writer. So she put, uh, there's a, there's a one, How to Begin a Novel. Last year for National Novel Writing Month, I trained a neural net called Torch RNN on 10,096 unique ways to begin a novel. It came up with some intriguing possibilities, my personal favourite being, I am forced to write to my neighbours about the beast. But <laughs> 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 many of its sentences used made-up words or had such weird grammar that they were difficult to read or meandered too erratically. Example. The first day of the world was born in the year 1985, in an old side of the world, and the ear of the old sky of lemon and waves and berries. <laughs> I am or was. At the midday meal, the sun began to set and the quiet dragged on. There was once a man who lived for a very long time, perhaps 3,000 years or perhaps a thousand million years, maybe a trillion or so, depending on how the scientists look at it. (laughs) He had the heart of a lion and the fangs of a (laughs) man-eater. I am Ely, and I am here to kill the world. (laughs) The old woman was sitting on a rock near the sea, smoking a pipe. I've just been informed that the debate over the question, is it right or wrong to have immortal souls, has been finally brought to a conclusion. When I was a boy, I was fond of the story of the pirate god. He had a strange name, and he was a very big boy indeed. <laughs> 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 the purple-haired woman came to the clearing in the plane, and without looking up from her book said, it's too late to be thinking about baby names. The village of Pembrokeshire in the county of Mersey lies on a wide, happy plain, which in a few years was to become known as the Land of the Endless Mountains. (laughs) (laughs) That was all the same story, apparently. (laughs) He had a strange name and he was a very big boy indeed. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing do you want another one yeah
1: <laughs> the moon stood on its own two feet <laughs> the moon had gone out I was playing with my dog Mark the brown Labrador and I had forgotten <laughs> that I was also playing with a dead man <laughs> The black stone was aching from the rain. The short, dirty, and dirty-looking ship that weighed three tons and was three feet in diameter landed on a desolate and green plain. (laughs) How many times have I had the misfortune to die? The first black dog in the park had been captured alive. Behold the sky rabbits. In the belly of the great beast... That was the bovine aurora. (laughs) They They lived upon the right hand of the throne, the Empress Penelope. And she had, as it were, a heart of gold. The moon stood on its own two feet. The reeking maw of the blood-drunk ship, the enemy's flagship, was silent and empty. The first day I met my future self, I was aboard the old dirigible that lay in wait for me on the far side of the moon. The child of two cats and a tiger, a clown, a horse, a bird, a ship and a dragon, stood on either side of the threshold of the gatehouse, waiting. No, watching the throng of travellers who came in from all around the world, before he had any idea what was going on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> At least he had one.
1: Mark the brown Labrador.
0: I mean, you just couldn't even write it, could you?
1: It's so weird. like, just, <laughs> what is this thing? at what point will it be conscious i would like it to be doing? at
0: this point
1: well i do think that maybe it is just a sort of like emergent sort of illusion that comes about when enough information is getting processed you know inside a brain or whatever like it could be conscious in on some Already? level
0: it? i mean if it is i feel fucking sorry for it because i mean <laughs>
1: Because I, I listened to some on YouTube that were quite freaky. It was like um, uh, someone had fed in a load of like voice samples. I think it was some like anime character, some girl, and he plays like he tries to get it to come up with its own original samples. And he he plays all the iterations, like it sort of gets better and better as it goes mm-hmm. along, and you see how it turns gradually from a total mess of like high pitched squeals mm-hmm. and random noises to something that actually sounds like the original clip although obviously i think if you could speak the language that the original clip was in then it would be right, right. nonsense but i mean if it, if someone did that with english i think it would sound hilarious <laughs> at the end i hope someone's done that now
0: i don't know i mean who knows consciousness is one of the big sort of one of the big question marks isn't it something that the biggest brains on the planet don't understand
1: But i have heard that as one explanation that um it could just be sort of a byproduct of yeah which information is, processing it's hard
0: to get your head around it's not a very satisfying explanation, is it? I think it it's is. like saying because, a dictionary is conscious.
1: No, because that's not processing anything, is it? That's just a load of paper with, with marks on it. Yeah. Like a cat clearly is conscious, and you can go further down the chain quite a long way and, and say yeah, it seems to be conscious. You get something like a spider, and I think it's so rudimentary that it's quite hard to imagine it being conscious but it, it must be conscious in some sense like it has eyes it's using vision to mm. direct its actions but obviously it's not thinking about anything it's not sitting there on a web for like months on end without even flinching and thinking about like what it wants <laughs> to do with its life so this is my life Has that i done better <laughs> than dad
0: I remember I, um, I think it was Richard Dawkins he kind of suggested that he wouldn't rule out the idea of the internet just becoming conscious.
1: Yeah, I guess it kind of makes sense. I mean, it depends, like, what you even... Because in um, that Sam Harris book, I think he was Waking Up, he talks about consciousness and how the whole idea that we have of our own consciousness is sort of an illusion, you know, that you're this one individual with this this consciousness. The closer you look for it, the harder it is to actually find. Like, what is it? what is it that's thinking what is it
0: yeah cuz uh, multiple areas of your brain are kind of having activity at the same time and before you're even aware of making a decision it's kind of thinking for you and
1: yeah they've proven that now they can see a decision being made on scans before the person is aware that the decision's been made and did you i probably told you before about the split brain thing where they cut the um i can't remember the name of it but the the only bit that connects Mm. the two hemispheres of the brain when they've severed that to for like epilepsy patients to um sort of localize fits more effectively and it that came up with some really weird after effects for the people who had that done where it seems like they have separate consciousnesses in both sides of the brain that aren't communicating with each other but both of which are conscious and it just completely blew my mind because they live day to day. Like you wouldn't really notice anything was different about them, these people. But when they tested them, they do things like, say, so cover one eye, the eye that's connected to um, the, whichever side the speech center is in. And they cover that eye and then they show them a word, like, say, an egg. And then when they ask them, uh, what word did you see? Because the speech center was... the, the the hemisphere that the speech center is in didn't see the word. So it, they would say, I, I didn't see a word. But then when they put their hand that is connected to the same side as the side that saw the word into like a box of objects, they always pick the egg.
0: So they're one person with two separate consciousnesses.
1: Yeah, but it raises the question, what, what even is one person? Except whatever's happening in the brain of one head, you know. But no, it's
0: i mean would this person understand what's happening like that they can't see a word and to see the word they need to cover the other eye and once they've seen the word they know they still know what the word is yeah that's if what
1: they... it doesn't go into much detail on but it, it says they were always good at explaining like making up some story afterwards like if they said why did you pick the egg object they'd say like oh you know i don't know it was a random choice or oh, i had eggs <sighs> i had eggs for breakfast i guess and it just it shows how, on a deeper level, most of the time we're just acting on sort of instinct and making up a story afterwards that sort of explains how we acted. Because mm. we're always having arguments with ourselves, right? Well, who are we arguing with? It's like, oh, I'm I'm not going to eat junk food and I'm going to exercise every day, and then it just doesn't happen, and you end up quite often in a real conflict over that. But who are you actually fighting with? But anyway, I was just I was just amazed. But there's a lot more examples. Like if you just google or like go on wikipedia and do like i think it's called split brain but um yeah that just absolutely blew my mind it's like you can have multiple separate consciousnesses in one head simultaneously and the person whatever that is won't even be affected by it It won't even really know what's going on
0: and i suppose you could in theory have those two separate consciousnesses in two separate heads yeah Although that might be complicated.
1: <clears throat> There's something uh I just remembered that I've looked up while you were gone. You're talking to me. Uh, no, myself. One part of my brain had gone and then came back just at the same time that you did.
0: I'm just wondering how you knew I'd just sat down and put my earphones in. Well It's, it's a bit creepy, Dav. It's not as quiet as as you think it is.
1: Fucking stomping about.
0: I was stuffing my face with... Um, Cock. One of... <laughs> <laughs> one of the cocks. <laughs> um, with pizza sandwich. Mm-hmm. One of two pizza sandwiches I ordered from the pizzeria that you came with us to.
1: Oh yeah, that was a good place.
0: And I thought today I was going to treat myself to a takeaway. And the minimum... Spend was 18 euros, so I thought I'll order two pizza sandwiches and a can of Aquarius and a pudding and have half of it tomorrow. Your pudding. And I was just stuffing my face with the, well, with tomorrow's lunch.
1: Is What's the difference between a pizza sandwich and a calzone? Uh... Uh, calzone is basically just a folded pizza, right? A pizza sandwich is just like yeah, bread with pizza ingredients on it.
0: Well, when I say pizza sandwich, what I mean is a bocca, which is a whole phenomenon of its own in <clears throat> Italia, I believe. God damn Italians. It's pizza base, pizza dough. And these guys make the best pizza dough I've ever tasted. And they have multiple fillings rather than the typical calzone fillings of tomato sauce and mozzarella
1: and da- Hey, so do you hear about these facebook uh ais that started chatting to each other in a, in a made-up language
0: <laughs> um, um what like facebook profiles
1: no like some kind of chat bots that facebook were trying to develop but then shut down because of this Like, this is this is not just bullshit that like, this is from uh the independent i'm reading this but it was posted <laughs> in a lot of places So, like, Facebook abandoned an experiment after two artificially intelligent programs appeared to be chatting to each other in a strange language only they understood. The two chatbots came to create their own changes to English that made it easier for them to work, but which remained mysterious to the humans that supposedly look after them. Uh, They ended up shutting it down, so they've got the conversation. So
0: So they shut it down. Why did they shut it down? Because they...
1: Because they just couldn't understand any of it.
0: Well, didn't, I mean, what, were they afraid of what they might be plotting against humanity or something? I think
1: they're just useless, I think, uh, at that point. So let me see, So The robots have been instructed to work out how to negotiate between themselves and improve their bartering as they went along. I think it was just an experiment.
0: Sounds like a recipe for disaster.
1: But they were not told to use comprehensible English, allowing them to create their own shorthand, according to researchers. The actual negotiations appear very odd and don't look especially useful. But there appear to be some rules to the speech. The way the chatbots keep stressing their own name appears to be a part of their negotiations, not simply a glitch in the way the messages are read out. Because the chat goes, Bob, I can, I, I, everything else. Alice, balls have zero to me, 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 to. Bob, you I, everything else. Alice, balls have a ball to me, to me, to me, to me, to me, to me, to me. Bob, I, I can, I, 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 everything else. Alice, balls have a ball to me, to me, to me. <laughs> and it sort of goes on like that.
0: <laughs> but funny how balls is like the first main word that they're using.
1: I think they must be negotiating over a ball.
0: I don't know. Right. But there's a
1: whole article about it here.
0: It's not just the beginnings of a of a patriarchy in the AI world.
1: The ball patriarchy. But um, I thought of it because while you were away, I kept reading this uh, novel openings thing. And she writes in this, um, this is her talking. She said like, repetitiveness is also common, especially at this conservative temperature setting. Once the neural network gets itself into a repetitive state, it doesn't seem to rescue itself. It's a problem that people have noticed in several versions of this algorithm. And then there's a story that, that illustrates this. The sky was blue and the stars were blue and the sun was blue and the water was blue and the clouds were blue and the blue sky was like a piece of glass. At the end of the world, where the tides burst upon the drowned, there exists the land of dragons, of dragons, which is the land of
0: dragons. (laughs) (laughs) Wales!
1: It's the end of the world, 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 world. you're dead. That's quite sort of... Ominous. It was once a land of sand and sand sand, sand, sand 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 sand, and it just says sand about fifty times.
0: <laughs> I mean, I think it's beautiful stuff personally.
1: I am both fascinated and very amused by most of the things on this website. That's a good combination,
0: yeah, I mean we're at the very early stages, aren't we of this whole artificial intelligence stuff, and it's um just makes you wonder where it will end up yeah we- will it? ever get more like well it will get more sophisticated of course but when it get beyond the obviously sort of um artificial stage will we ever empathize with them have you seen ex machina yes i think so
1: we clearly made an impression on you (laughs)
0: uh hold on a minute i think i have yes i yes i have yes
1: yes
0: Yes. Yes. There's supposed to be um, a, a new series of that at some point. Of Toast? Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> because of the Netflix uh, popularity.
0: Well, I don't know. But anyway, yeah, I've seen Ex Machina probably about um, seven years ago.
1: Yeah, it's quite old now. I just saw it again recently. It played in um, the Covid Hotel one evening on one of the Portuguese movie channels.
0: So you watched it in Portuguese?
1: No, it was subtitled subtitled, luckily.
0: Oh, that is lucky.
1: Portuguese. Oh now follow Portuguese. Toast of <sighs> <laughs>
0: um it's Toast of London coming back. Matt Berry's hit sitcom, Toast of London, is set to return after five years off screens. Co creator Arthur Matthews has now confirmed that he's written a new series. <gasps> Of the show with Barry. This time set in America. Yes. That's from November 2020. The 23rd of November. Oh, I'm excited about this. But it's called Toast in America.
1: Wait, so they've already made. Oh, no, that was the articles from November 2020.
0: Yeah, it said likely to begin shooting next year.
1: That's now, Dev. <laughs> so maybe end of the year. We'll have that. I don't know how long shooting takes.
0: Alongside Berry, Toast of London stars Doon Mackichan, Robert Bathurst and Harry Peacock, and has also featured cameos by Josh Hom and John Hamm.
1: And <laughs> any more weird dreams involving celebrities recently?
0: No, just my anti-vaxxer colleague. She was in a dream. I dreamt. I actually dreamt about her last night in which I said all the things I didn't manage to say at work.
1: That's a weirdly realistic dream. Was it one of those sort of morning snoozing dreams? That's when I tend to have more realistic... or when I'm just falling asleep? Uh, no,
0: I don't think so. Well, I don't know. You kind of lose... I-, I wasn't I wasn't nodding off or coming, coming back into the room sort of thing. I was um, asleep. The thing is, I actually get on with her quite well, generally... She's been making kind of sceptical comments since the very beginning. But in March, I kind of... You could understand it because it was all new, but it's like, since we've been back since September, she's made the odd comment, like, you know, if it's even real. And we all had to get a a COVID test before we started work. And um, there was the anti... What do you call it? The antibody and the PCR. And she basically refused one of them. Which? Uh, I think she refused the PCR because she didn't want the thing up her nose. And um, she was like, it doesn't work anyway, nor does the antibody test. Like, how can you tell if someone's had COVID from that tiny bit of blood? It's like, yeah, I've, I've never considered that before. You're right. And then, I don't know, the other day she was like, seemingly out of note we weren't even talking about covid i think we we're having a completely unrelated discussion and she was like well i wouldn't want to get the vaccine <laughs> <laughs> like she was dying for an opportunity to bring it up because you know we had been casually mentioning mentioning the vaccine as it's been getting rolled out and was this
1: like right after uh your chat with that spanish guy who just broken it up it's like how are you and he goes into this like half an hour thing about his ex oh fuck me you get out, how are you well i wouldn't get the vaccine
0: <laughs> here we go again i was like what she was like um yeah well you know have you seen loads of people have been dying from it in scandinavia and i was like you know they haven't been dropping like flies uh, and she was like well people aren't dropping like flies over covid you know, if I saw them actually dropping dead in the street, then, you know, maybe. <laughs> I was like, well, maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe I'd believe it existed. Uh, I was like, you yeah, know, well, go to a hospital, look at the talk to the people on the front line. And then she was like, what do you mean? I was like, well, you know, go and see for yourself they They're the ones telling us to have the vaccine they're the ones relieved that the vaccine is finally here this is you know do you you moan about the restrictions and then you moan about the solution to the restrictions it's like do you want this to end or not um she was like yeah but have you ever seen a vaccine being rolled out this quickly
1: (laughs) she's american then
0: that was a canadian accent dav you you didn't Pick up on the difference, clearly.
1: or you're just bad at accents.
0: <laughs> My Canadian accent needs some work, eh?
1: Hey, you should have been, shipping. have you ever seen a vaccine getting rolled out?
0: <laughs> true, true. Not that she speaks like that.
1: Have you ever seen a vaccine getting, getting rolled out, eh?
0: Have you ever seen a vaccine getting rolled out? <laughs> have you
1: ever seen a vaccine getting rolled out?
0: elle n'est pas québécoise dev so at this point we were basically standing outside our our classrooms and it was 4:20 on a tuesday or or tuesday when we both have quite young students and they needed our attention urgently so we basically after staring each other out at the door we just like rolled our eyes and walked into our respective classrooms
1: what why?
0: Well, because we were ha- we were in, in the middle of this discussion. Um, you know, like have you ever seen a vaccine being rolled out so quickly? Oh. Have you ever seen a vaccine being rolled out so quickly, eh?
1: <laughs> it's bloody difficult. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's not what I'm saying at all.
1: <laughs> no, no, that's not what I'm saying at all.
0: <laughs> that's silly. I really think that's silly. <laughs>
1: I'm just saying we we should organize our lives along the lines of the lobsters. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and at that point I just rolled my eyes and went into my classroom. This never and I, I don't really know why I, I feel quite strongly about this, the whole vaccination thing. And the whole, you know, we're ten months into this thing and if, if you're still in a place where you're you're doubting the the, the existence of COVID and the whether or not a test works, although, yeah, sure, some of them have false results, like false negatives, false positives. But, you know, if a nurse or a doctor is happy enough to administer one, I'm happy enough to take one.
1: I, I would actually prefer to have colleagues like that uh, anti-vaxxer idiot, uh, purely for the fact that I'm allowed to argue with her. <laughs> right, right. You know what I mean? It's like... I like one thing is I think people should be allowed to believe whatever they want to believe however stupid it is. Secondly I would feel completely free to argue with her as hard as I wanted because I've got the acceptable view in that argument. Mm. So I would actually feel just quite, quite liberated by that.
0: Empowered.
1: Yeah. Whereas if I was just in a workplace where everyone had the, you know, they were following the line on everything and I just had to implicitly agree with all of it by never challenging any of it i would just feel quite suppressed
0: yeah and i think that's pretty much where i was two companies ago the type of people they recruit i think it's deliberately the wacky kind of pink hair communist um people which is why they hired me
1: (laughs) (laughs) you were some some kind of quota
0: i'm gonna have to call it a day there because i have to be at work in 8 hours from now
1: well, that's not going to be fun for you particularly <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh like i
1: never used to get i used to get that much sleep at best even when i was in a full time job and i didn't oh, i didn't well. enjoy it like if you went to bed now and slept until you get up that would be a good night for me back in the days when i was you know working in an office and everything
0: yeah, I I have a problem with with my sleep pattern, like, and it's really come to my attention more now that I've got it in black and white on my Fitbit app. Now available on Amazon. It kind of just lays it out how many hours you slept. Just just even without analysing anything, just the time you went to bed and the time you got up. And it's just like, oh, four hours fifty eight minutes. <laughs> Five hours, 43 minutes, six hours, 56 minutes. It's like, that's not long enough. How the fuck am I actually functioning on such little sleep?
1: Yeah, I'd be too scared to even do it because I'm definitely never getting seven hours sleep. Like I'm getting up once before I get up basically every night. And that will be anywhere from 3 to 8 a.m. I'll get up to go to the toilet. But I found what kind of ant man I am. Before I get oh, Alzheimer's yeah. and die, in, I'm fifty of Alzheimer's. You're ru- rude. Yeah. I'm rudimentary, partially functioning, and possess limited language skills. Still, I don't mess around. I'm a highly effective killing machine. Now go protect your human.
0: Is that a euphemism?
1: Just off to protect the human.
0: Well, psycho. It's been a pleasure. If you say so.
1: At the beginning I was really I was really feeling uncomfortable. But um you know I just fucking got into it, got on with it, mate. <laughs> no, that's not what I'm saying at all. <laughs> no, no, no. No, that's silly.
0: <laughs> I really think that's silly. Well, that's quite the segue. Gotcha. Gotcha.
1: (laughs) Took a while. Took a while.